You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, September the 6th, 2020. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. We open with initial details on an attempted stabbing attack in the West Bank. A Palestinian tried to stab IDF soldiers at Kikar Ariel. There were no Israeli injuries. According to reports, the suspect fled and then was later shot in the leg and apprehended. Government ministers are convening this afternoon to approve the final list of cities that are expected to come under the heightened restrictions of coronavirus from tomorrow due to their high coronavirus infection rates. Out of the more than 30 so-called red cities, only 8 to 10 of the reddest communities are expected to be placed under a full lockdown due in part to limitations of police abilities to enforce the measures. The cities expected to be included are predominantly from ultra-Orthodox and Arab communities where the infection rates are currently the highest. The country's coronavirus coordinator, Professor Ronnie Gamzu, in remarks at the Knesset Law and Constitution Committee this morning, said that he opposes a countrywide lockdown I was chosen for this role, even though it was known I opposed that approach, he said. We do not need to rush to a total lockdown. There are many citizens for whom they are economically barely keeping their head above the water, he said. With this, he expressed concern over the sharp rise in infections and said that toward winter, the number of daily new infections must come down to the range of hundreds. The Knesset Law and Constitution Committee this morning approved extending the emergency situation for another 60 days. The number of coronavirus fatalities in Israel since the start of the outbreak passed 1,000 over the weekend. It currently stands at 1,010. Nearly 1,500 new coronavirus cases were diagnosed yesterday. 445 people are in serious condition, 119 of them on respirators. There are currently just over 26,200 active COVID-19 cases in Israel. Interior Minister Arya Deri of the ultra-Orthodox Shas Party has come out against the localized lockdown in cities with high rates of coronavirus infections. He said only a nationwide closure could reduce the number of new COVID-19 cases per day. Meanwhile, the Director General of Haifa's Rambam Hospital, Dr. Mickey Halbertal, said that a nationwide closure should be imposed from tomorrow for at least two weeks, there's no other choice because we could lose control, he told Con Radio. The Union of Local Authorities is setting up a Corona Command Center in cooperation with the IDF Homefront Command to serve the Arab and Druze local authorities in bringing down infection rates and no longer being classified as red. The center will begin operations this week and will update the local Arab authorities on infection rates in their jurisdictions and liaise between the local authorities and the relevant government elements. Meanwhile, the strike by public medical lab workers entered its second week today. The Tel Aviv Labor Court yesterday partially heeded the state's request and ordered an injunction to bar lab workers in the Clalit Health Fund from striking. In hospital laboratories, workers are only carrying out life-saving tests. Coronavirus testing is continuing as usual. Eighty cases of coronavirus have been diagnosed at a Haifa nursing home. Two elderly residents passed away. 
Professor Nimrod Maimon, director of the National Mothers and Fathers Project to protect the country's senior population, says that in some 95 percent of coronavirus infections among the elderly, the source of infection is caregivers who are infected outside of the geriatric facilities. He said that dozens of workers in nursing care homes could infect the residents, and for this reason, screening tests are being carried out. In the Gaza Strip, another 162 coronavirus cases have been confirmed to date. Seven COVID-19 deaths have been reported in the Strip, six of them in the past 10 days, when a new outbreak within the enclave and outside of its isolation facilities was reported. The number of job seekers in Israel grew since Friday until this morning by 2,300. The Employment Services Bureau says there are currently more than 765,000 people registered with the service, nearly two-thirds of them people put on unpaid leave because of the coronavirus pandemic. Police last night arrested 12 demonstrators who refused to disperse following the weekly Saturday night protest opposite the prime minister's official residence in Jerusalem. Meanwhile, police released from detention cartoonist and performance artist Zev Engelmeyer, who's been a fixture at the demonstrations, wearing a naked woman bodysuit in the character of Shoshke. Police had asserted that her nudity could be construed as sexual harassment of the public. Finally, the Arab League has joined the Palestinian Authority in condemning the intention of Kosovo and Serbia to open embassies in Jerusalem. The Arab League Secretary General said that the process goes against international decisions. The Palestinian Authority called it an unjustified attack on the Palestinian people. The announcements by Belgrade and Pristina were made in Washington on Friday as part of U.S. brokered discussions to normalize economic ties between Belgrade and Pristina. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu hailed the moves and said that Israel would establish diplomatic relations with Kosovo, which declared independence from Serbia in 2008. The weather outlook, cooler, especially in the hills and inland, still hot to Sharav conditions over most of the country. The outlook through Wednesday, unseasonably hot to Sharav conditions over most of the country. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 36, Tel Aviv 31, Haifa 28, Beersheba 37, and in Eilat going up to 44 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.